welcome to What's Up with Otto and Xander, episode 31. Oh, I was going to be right. I was going to say 31. <laughs> pretty sure, because I don't remember saying 31, but I remember saying, like, we hit 30. So that was yeah. Sure. That's us. Yeah, that's what I was trying to remember too. Is like I was like I'm pretty sure we hit thirty. So this would be with the blah, blah. this. This is how the podcast is going to go. <laughs> today on a very special, apparently WWE day that today is or whatever the heck. Yeah, I don't know how the hell it happened for both of us. So uh, you go with your first one. Okay. First thing that you called me about. So. I went to a local baseball game uh, tonight, and one of the uh, sound bits is L.A. Knight going, yeah! And I was the only one in the entire crowd that I heard went, oh, yeah! No one else did. <laughs> and I was so sad. Um, um, and then shortly after, I had <laughs> uh, I was driving home and driving by a, uh, like a kid's baseball stadium. They had a game going, and one of the outfielders happened to turn and look at my car. And I could be wrong, but I'm like 96% sure that he had a Cody Rhodes shirt. That's amazing. Oh, so this is a new one that I have not told Xander yet. Um, so a little bit after that, <laughs> um, <clears throat> uh, still at the game, they played a Cody Rhodes theme song. What? <laughs> okay. And I, I did the whole something, something, Cody Rhodes, loud. Like, I was did loud. You, did you do the, yeah, the, uh... I did do the, whoa! And no yeah. one else did that either, but I was loud. And I, didn't, I didn't give two cares. All right. We will put a pin in that, and we'll come right back to that. Because okay. then, as I was downloading my videos, getting ready for the podcast, and my things, I was playing MTG Arena. And ladies and gentlemen, here's my opponent's name. WWE Monkey 619. <laughs> and I'm just like, what is today? What is happening? We are just having like the weirdest, like everything is WWE day. Yeah. Somehow. Like so, even, yeah. In talking about Cody. Cody. Um, that's not the right one. Where's the other, where's the, um. Did I not save the right video? Uh, uh, I don't think so. Did I forget one of my videos? Possibly. I think I heard... Nope, it's this one. Okay. Cody Rhodes' entrance is, of course, this. But what's interesting is the woe took six years to catch on. When Cody left WWE in 2016, that was the theme he used on the indies. He used it in Ring of Honor. around the professional wrestling world. Cody has publicly asked. He used it in Impact Wrestling. For the miracle Mike Bennett. He used it at All In. But the roadmap. And of course he used it for three years in AEW. But it wasn't until midway through 2022 that fans started catching on to this. Then they made it part of his entrance. He does this whole thing. And then you've got 80,000 people, like at WrestleMania 39, screaming it as loud as they can. Yeah. I was no. the only one that did that that I heard. I, I didn't hear anybody else. Like, doesn't mean I was the only one that did it. 
but that was the like I was the only one that I heard do the whoa. I and, did screenshot yeah. this cat this comment on there. Yeah, and I completely agree. You might disagree. I probably not. The fans didn't catch on because Cody didn't catch on. When he did, they did. Mm. That's an interesting Cody, way to. Yeah, Cody didn't do it. No. Like if Cody would have done it, I guarantee it probably would become a thing. Probably. Probably would have caught on way faster. Yeah. I'd, I'd agree with that. It's an interesting way to look at it, actually. I, I never thought of it that way. Because <laughs> honestly, I, I, the, the fan stuff is only what the wrestler can make it be. Like, like even Seth Rollins' thing, like, it, it gradually built, and then he ran with it, and now it is what it is. Gosh dang it, why do you keep <coughs> getting into the things that I have saved? Gosh dang it. Uh, where's my Seth? Did I not save that one? I thought. Uh, nope, I didn't end up saving that. Okay. Um. Oh no, that's an article I have. All right, let me find the article real freaking <laughs> right. We're going out of order with Xander's uh, things that he planned on having. Yeah, just because you keep bringing shit up. And I'm like, all right, let's interject this because that fits. Uh, <laughs> so Seth Rollins, uh, when he was back in his feud with Mustafa Ali, that didn't end up lasting because uh, it only lasted two weeks, um, Ali explains why it was next. Okay. I don't think it was a knock, Ali said. What I think happened was... I was this baby face that wasn't fully developed, so you have to reintroduce me as this contender. Even though Seth was this bad guy champion, he was blurring the lines where the fans were really starting to sing his song, and they had to make a decision. Do we lean into this, or does he commit to being the bad guy? Um, <clears throat> the matches would have been incredible, but I feel like they pulled back on it because they're saying, well, let's see what's happening with Seth first. What happened, happened. Good for him. He's standing in Paris for 12 minutes while people are singing his song, so I'm glad for him. Hopefully we'll get to it again someday, but yeah, I'm good with that. I'm okay with that. Dang, yeah. <laughs> That's still insane. 12 minutes. Yeah. Yeah. Like, did we ever talk about that on the podcast, or is that just something we both saw and we both forgot? I think, I feel like it got mentioned in passing. I don't think it might have. About it, but... I, I do. I think. I think you mentioned it. Yes, yeah, you, you did maybe. mention it. Maybe. Because I think it was when we had Ashley as a guest. Right. 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 I remember you saying that. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, um. What is happening? So you want me to get my uh, music news out of the way first? Oh yeah, yeah. We uh. Well, do we want to do music news after WWE now? Now that we've just started going into. Yeah, WWE? might as well. Let's let's go for it. Roll right. the footage. <laughs> All that beautiful bean footage. Uh, what, which footage? This footage here? It's like seeing people who are passionate about the business, who want to be there, who want to show up, who aren't using it as a vehicle to do something else because the thing itself is awesome. And it's okay if you get other opportunities outside. That's a testament to your, to your work. But I, man, I wish I was still there, like there every day. I just can't, my body can't do it anymore. And I don't want to give the consumer a bad product. That's another thing that I learned from those veterans at the time. Guys like Eddie just would risk so much. And he's like, I'm never going to give the consumer a bad product. I don't care how I feel. I don't care how I feel physically. I don't care what baggage I have mentally. When I'm on, 
they paid good money and I'm going to go out there and give everything I have and, and sometimes find it when it's not there. And I'm at a point where everything I have in comparison to the bar that's been set, boys, like what I have is what you saw at WrestleMania 39. Like that's what I feel confident that I can deliver. And that's really nice for here and there. That's not every day in the WWE. That's not every day in sports entertainment. Sports entertainment has raised the bar. And I'm humble enough to say that's awesome because it's supposed to, you're supposed to leave it better than you found it. And the, the people are supposed to advance it. Not the footage I was talking about. Well, but that's supposed to be our transition between. So when we're oh, done with WWE and we're going to music, I'll do it. Oh. I'm <laughs> stupid. Anyway, why does he make me like him? What? Why does he make me like him? I, I'm Okay, so when I first watched <coughs> that, I was a bit torn. Not necessarily what he was saying. Yeah. But... I hate that he ad he like admits when he's like he can't do it. Well, that too. But like, I feel I'm trying to like, I don't know if that's what, not Logan. I'm trying. I feel like someone. There are people in WWE that are there for other opportunities, and they aren't necessarily there for WWE. Yeah. Um. I don't want to. I don't think I can pick out a name right this minute. I don't know if I'd want to say a name or not, but. Um. Oh, Roman, for one, maybe. Yeah, Ro Roman's almost... I, I feel like Roman's almost done. He's going to do what, what The Rock did. And, like, he's going to well, move pretty quick. There's... Um, I didn't keep one up, but... Uh, or it's in one of my rumor articles, I think. Um, but Roman is supposed to be... Uh, after this coming pay-per-view where he's supposed to go for the tag titles, apparently he's supposed to not be on any of the uh, PLEs for the next few months. <laughs> Yeah, because he's. Yeah. Because what else are you going to do with it? <laughs> yeah. He's beating everybody. <clears throat> Except Logan Paul. Oh, wait, Roman did that too. <laughs> oh, speaking of, dang it. I always wanted, I wanted to mention this at the beginning of the podcast. As per my new adjustments and rules and stuff, today's wrestling Wednesdays. Wrestling Wednesday. Wow. Hello. <laughs> Wednesday Wrestle Wednesday. Wrestling Wednesday's song of the day on my Snapchat <coughs> is Logan Paul. He has a song? I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I think I told you about that when I noticed it on Spotify uh, a couple months ago. Yeah, you did. I, I should look up and like actually listen to what it is. It, it's not it's not good. No, I'll just don't even bother. You as as much as I hate to say it, I I do I don't like Logan Paul as a person. As a wrestler he does do his shit. He does do the things. Yeah. Um, so I will. I do like him in that respect. But his song That's is not good. Not good. Not even a little bit. No pops. No nothing. No nothing. Nothing. Nothing worth. Okay. Nothing worth my time. Fair enough. I mean, you can still look it up. You probably will anyway. But uh, I don't know. I've All right. So this one's this one's for you. It's a bit of a slow start. Uh. Paul Heyman talking about someone who I don't even know. All right, ready. <clears throat> I was asked before 
this show went on the air, if I would like to say a few words about the passing of ECW original New Jack. And um, I avoid eulogies as best I can because every any time I'm faced with them, the first thing that comes to mind is, hey, this sucks, and there's no good spin I can put on it. When I heard that New Jack had passed away, my hope was that New Jack had turned to his wife and said, hey, I'd like to read my own obituary. Call a bunch of people and tell them that I died. And then everybody's going to make a big fuss about it, and, and, I, and I'll read about my own life. And then at some point this weekend, they'd sell a bunch of T-shirts, and he'd sit there and go, gotcha. Because that's what, what New Jack would do. And apparently it's not so, which sucks. And usually when we would pay tribute to somebody here in WWE, we'd show a lot of footage of that person. And to be blunt, we can't show you a lot of footage of New Jack because he was the most non-PG performer in sports entertainment history. Because New Jack was a gangster. And everybody who was a fan of ECW that came to see ECW, who watched ECW, knew that fact from the moment his music hit. And no, we never had rights to use his music. Why? Because as an organization, we were gangsters. And New Jack was the most gangsters of all of us gangsters. It's over 20 years ago. And anybody that ever saw New Jack perform live or heard him cut a promo understood just how real he was. <sighs> Jerome Young was quite an individual. And deep in his heart, he was every bit of New Jack that he could offer you. Yeah. I, I... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> New Jack exactly like you said, New Jack was New Jack. Like he, he killed a man in the ring. Like how else can you <laughs> what? He killed someone. Um in the ring. I feel like that's a story time. Okay, uh well so he didn't actually die in the ring, so uh uh, it was um, this seventeen-year-old uh, kid who lied about his age, or he was sixteen. He lied about his age, uh, said that he was eighteen, and said he knew how to work. Um, and Paul, ha- uh, I-, I believe it was Paul Heyman, as for an ECW show, said, "All right, let's uh, let's have you face New Jack." He went up to New Jack and said, "Hey, I want like you know, uh, I know how to work, I know what to do, but I want to bleed." So New Jack said, "Fine, I'll I'll make you bleed, no problem." <laughs> <laughs> um, keep in mind, New Jack is high on cocaine during this time. <laughs> <Hey>. <laughs> uh, so, 
so essentially what happens is he takes this big stick with a literal scalpel on the end and just stabs this kid direct in the head. And he like lost like part of his vision, like he lost like brain function, like he lost so much blood, like there was a big lawsuit thing that went on. New Jack got off, like almost scot-free. And like the kid died like a week or something later. Like from the injuries. What the f New Jack threw a man off of the roof of a building during a match because he pissed him off. And he even says, he even says like in an interview, he was talking about like, he was talking about that night. And so the guy ended up landing in the ring and he was okay. But New Jack flat out said, I wanted him to hit the floor. I want, I want to kill him. He's like, I just didn't throw him hard enough. <laughs> yeah. yeah, this is why Xander didn't get into wrestling earlier. <laughs> what the heck? So that was even before my time. Oh, this, I, I knew I learned all this on Dark Side of the Ring. Shout out to them. Their new season's coming out. Um, but no, like New Jack was absolutely insane. Hmm. Yeah. Yep. Um, but, you know, still like one of the best performers. And like Paul Heyman said, there's not a lot of footage you can show because he was like spouting the N word everywhere. And he was like making people bleed all the time. And like anything that you think shouldn't be done in wrestling. He's like, let's do it. I'm down. <laughs> let's talk about Rhea Ripley. Let's do it. She's uh, she's fine. She just had mommy's day. She is currently paired with Dominic Mysterio on WWE's roster. Yeah, sexy. Um, there are rumors that Buddy Matthews might return to WWE. Because Rhea Ripley says, quote, oh, maybe, maybe, I don't know. So I'm very convincing. I'm a very convincing girl, you know. I normally get what I want. So it might happen. You never know. <laughs> um, and so there were rumors that that might end up being a storyline with uh, him coming back and getting pissed at Dom. Um, yes, please. <laughs> the amount of money that I would give... <laughs> Is it equals out to about 50 cents, but I do it <laughs> <laughs> so, sort of a little bit more about or not about Rhea, but with Rhea talking. Mm -hmm. What did you expect uh, from this past weekend in Puerto Rico with Zelina? When I went out there first and I got the mommy chance, and I was like, oh no, like we'll see what happens once her music hit, the crowd just like turned on me instantly. I had to like talk to myself and I was like, yo, like they are so hot for her right now. I could only imagine the emotions that she's feeling right now. And then seeing her walk out with the flag, go to her family, hug them, get in the ring and then get so emotional live on camera when I know that she's not a very like emotional showing person, especially that sort of emotion. She's normally just a little angry gremlin. It was hard for me to, play off it in the way that Rhea Ripley would because... Because you feel it personally so much? Yes, exactly. Like, I wanted to smile for her. I really did, but I'm like, nah, I wouldn't smile. Accurate. So, I do want to mention, because I don't know if I've ever mentioned this on podcast or not, 
nine times out of ten, I mean, I don't usually watch pre-shows, but what I do see, I love Peter Rosenberg. He almost always agrees with my bets. Yeah, he does. <laughs> he does awesome. tend to. I, I just, like, now that you say it, I'm like, crap, you're right. <laughs> um... I'm out wrestling out, man. Like, I've got my uh, uh, RKO out of Snowwear mug. <laughs> <clears throat> oh, he's apparently not coming back. Who's not? Peter? Randy. Randy? Yeah, I, I did see. Well, so just because doctors told him not to, doctors told Edge he shouldn't. You know, you're not fair enough. You know <laughs> what I mean? I, I would never say he's not going to, but... Uh, it, it depends because I don't know. I, I mean, I don't know if there's been more reports that I just haven't seen, but I don't know how severe this back injury is. Right. <clears throat> the only reports I've saw, I've seen. Do you still have it, craft drops? Yeah, I, I should go next next video. I'll go grab some. Um, like I, I thought, the coffee would like kind of diminish it a little bit, but <laughs> <laughs> the problem is I'm laughing and I'm talking. Um, yeah. But no, like the um, uh, like all the reports that I've seen are like all the doctors are like, uh, yeah, don't you you shouldn't. So and isn't that ho hopefully he does. Isn't that the same thing for Paige slash Soraya too? Is they just yep. all told her she shouldn't go back. Yeah. And that was her storyline when she first came to AEW. Like I'm gonna go talk to different doctors because I want yep. to fucking come back and wrestle. Yeah, that's exactly what that was. I can reach. Um, all right, so we did take a small uh, side stop to the road there, but in, in uh, Puerto Rico, um, Bad Bunny, there's apparently was a controversial ex-superstar was guest-produced back Bad Bunny's Backlash match. Mm. Uh, I don't recognize the name, but uh, Brian Kendrick was working as a producer for the Backlash pay-per-view. Really? He assisted Jamie Noble in producing the Swan San Juan street fight between Bad Money and Priest. Wow. Interesting. Okay. So what's why is it uh, why is he controversial? Um I'm pretty sure he left WWE on real bad terms. Hmm. <clears throat> I don't remember exactly what those terms were, but I remember like there was like a big thing because it was him and uh um, Zach Ryder <clears throat> both did not leave on great terms. Okay. Um, I'll say like Zach less than, you know, like, like he left on a little bit better terms than Brian Kendrick did. Um, but I think if I, if I remember right, Brian Kendrick trained Bad Bunny. Mm. So maybe that's why. Yeah. Um, I think, yeah, cause that they kind of had the same like style of everything. So maybe that's why. All right, so I've read this to you before. Brock Lesnar. Um, quote, Billy Gunn, if you remember, when he was working for WWE, he was a coach, and he did a powerlifting meet, and in the powerlifting meet, he tested positive for steroids, and he got fired for that. Brock Lesnar did UFC, was an active wrestler. Billy was not even an active wrestler. He tested positive. Er, and then back to Brock. He tested positive. It wasn't for steroids, but he failed a drug test, and the response from WWE was the drug policy doesn't apply to Brock Lesnar. No, why would it? 
That's just <laughs> stupid. Brock is above all wellness policies. He's above everything. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna go see right. cough drops while you read this next story. I'll just pop the this video. The actual history here. I don't know if I've ever actually told it in an in an interview, but uh, what it is is when I was a kid, I had a WCW magazine and I was reading some match results, and it said Chris Jericho defeated six, or maybe it was the other way around, with a hell of a kick. Okay. It was written hell of a like that, and I thought it was a haluva kick, so I thought it was a type of kick. So I told this story to Excalibur, who now does commentary on uh, AEW every Wednesday, but um, I told this story to him at dinner one time at Denny's after a PWG show, and then we started calling the running Yakuza kick in the corner that I would do at the time, we started calling it the haluva kick. So that's actually the real history of that name. Huh. <laughs> I don't know if you knew that or not. <laughs> I did not know that. That's kind of cool. <laughs> of course, it was a PWG show. <laughs> um, okay, so, all right. I got, uh, here, what else do I have actual story-wise? Okay, so the apparently the raw roster stuff has been leaked or shared or something. Okay. And there's some very interesting stuff from it. Okay. Liv and Raquel are not listed as a tag team. Hmm. Caden Carter, Katana Chance are listed as a tag team as babyfaces. Rhonda and Shayna are listed as a tag team as heels. And Chelsea and Sonya are listed as heels tag team. Interesting. Um... Maybe they're trying to see if uh, Liv and <coughs> what's her name will work. <coughs> I, I thought it was, as much as I mean, obviously, I, I'm not the biggest. I mean, I love Liv, I like Raquel, I just don't want. The, I don't think they should have. Liv needs a singles title. Yeah. Longer run than she just freaking had. Yeah. Didn't she get hurt? Is that why that ended, or am I just making stuff up? Did what? Didn't she get hurt? Is why it ended the first time, or am I just making that up? don't remember i don't think anything was said probably I, not I, would, Maybe. I probably wouldn't be as upset if i found that wow well, that was the case but that, i i might be making stuff up too she is hurt now though she is actually hurt from uh when she had to defend against bailey and dakota mm, okay um so to so much to the point where there's a possibility that they might have to vacate the women's tag titles again Ooh. give them to Shayna and ronda <laughs> Give them to Bailey and Dakota. Shayna. I just want Shayna to have a title. <laughs> she also needs a singles title. She, she, yeah. She needs her old music back. Yes. Which I was going to hold off on again as well, but since we brought it up, there's a rumor going around that several WWE stars will receive new theme music in the coming months. Ooh. And... To be even more specific, we have a little bit more proof towards that. Kevin uh, Owens is supposed no to be a remix version of his song that will include lyrics and is supposed to be done by Downstate. Dude, Downstate is doing so many theme songs. Because they have done, I believe, I know they did <coughs> Seth's um, and uh, Britt Baker. Yep. Are the ones for a fact that I know. <clears throat> yep. 
and I, I keep wanting to say Edge, but I'm not right. Nope. Not somebody else. Wait. Uh, did uh, did Dunsey do a version of Edge's song? Not that I'm aware of. Maybe that's what I'm thinking of. It's not on Spotify if they did. I'll have to, I'll have to look into that because now I'm curious about it. Because I, I want to say they did, but I, I think I'm wrong. Now, on the men's side, going back to what I was doing, on the men's side of the Raw um, roster thing, um, again, more surprising things, the top heel is Gunther. Yeah, as, as he should be. <laughs> really? Yeah. Even though Judgment Day is on Raw? Yeah. And Dominic is not the number one heel? <laughs> Listen, I love the reactions that Dominic's been getting more than a lot of things right now. But I do believe that Gunther is, like, they got a real good pick with that IC title thing. <clears throat> Man, I'm not going to suck off it. Um, but, no, they got a fantastic thing with Gunther, honestly. Uh -huh. So the top baby faces on the Raw roster in this order, I believe. Cody Rhodes, Seth Rollins, McIntyre, Matt Riddle, Shinsuke, Gargano, Loomis, Tazawa, Apollo, and Odyssey Jones. I can't believe Loomis is in the list. <laughs> well, he's supposed to do his thing with the way. Oh, yeah, you're right, because you, you did say that. Because I missed when the way got back together. <clears throat> uh, on the list of heels... And again, more surprising news at the end of this list here, because I know they brought his name up, and I made a big deal about it because uh, it was on, I think it was Raw, and I texted you about it. Mm -hmm. List of heels: Gunther, Miz, Bronson Reed, J.D. McDonough, and Riddick Moss. Mm. So apparently, Riddick is, and not only is he back to his old name finally, but yeah. he is apparently also supposed to be making a heel turn. Good. Honestly, I feel like like he could have some really cool matches. And apparently With, the um, only men's tag team on the roster there on Raw is Finn and Damien as Judgment Day. You know what? You're right. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone else is on SmackDown. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I guess you got Imperium. Like, technically, they're not like a tag team. They're a stable. Well, because... Okay, but how is that not the same thing with Judgment Day? Right. Again, they've still got Damien and Rhea. Yeah. So that, I feel like Imperium, the other two, should be on there as tech. Should be on a right. I would agree with that, but I don't know why. But. <coughs> All right, so we got two rumor roundups here. Okay. Um, I do have one WWE thing that we talked about, if you don't mention it. <clears throat> yeah. Um, I don't know if you've heard about this or not. Uh, it's showed up on my TikTok feed a couple times, but I wasn't sure from the angles that it was him, but apparently it is. Uh, there is hesitancy when it comes to putting the new title on Seth due to his possibly getting more film roles because he is apparently being filming Captain America, The New World Order. Aww. So, so might that, go to means, AJ. <clears throat> that means if AJ wins, he immediately goes to Raw and then OC is just left there. Mm, Which I feel like they need AJ. <laughs> well, yeah, because they just went off TV when AJ was gone. 
Yeah. They tried to make things work for Mia Yim and just throw her in other random ass shit, and it was weird, and I didn't like yeah, it. Yeah, you can't do that, unfortunately. No, I, I feel like the OC needs AJ to, to function, so yeah. that's not going to be great, unless they just move mm-hmm. the entire back over to Raw, which they could, but they, you know, if they want their draft to stick. Yeah. According to Better Wrestling Experience, um, Seth Rollins is the number one guy for Triple H. So if Triple H is still in control and it works for Seth, then he might still get the title. Yep. I Uh, hope so. The the plans are to extend the Becky Lynch status feud beyond Night of Champions. Yeah, they they should bring it to SummerSlam. As much as I want it to be done, they should bring it to SummerSlam. Names being put in the mix for Men's Money in the Bank ladder match this year. Damian Priest, L.A. Knight, Bobby Lashley, Matt Fred, yeah. Rhodes, Gunther, Finn Balor, Chad Gable, and Edge. L.A. Knight? Yeah. Well, <laughs> <coughs> um, supposedly, someone that might be coming back and getting a big push after Night of Champions and is apparently, supposedly, people are saying is actually who Gargano was referring to when he said someone was coming back. Because I assumed that he was talking about Theory. Uh-huh. Because Theory was part of the way. Right. Apparently Gargano is coming back. Mm. Or, did I just say Gargano? You did. <laughs> I My brain heard Gargano, and I was still like, oh! Champa. Tommaso mm. Champa. Okay. Apparently he was part of the way in a way, some point, somehow. Okay. I like Champa. I, I feel like you don't, though. I haven't. I wanted to give him a little bit of a chance when he was doing his thing with The Miz, but it didn't, you know, he got injured and has been out since then, so I, I'll, I'll give him a chance and see what happens when he comes back, but... Yeah, fair I enough. I have not been a fan of him in the past. Um... You told me uh, Bray Wyatt is not currently listed in any fashion internally on the roster. He's still dealing with his illness that he's been sidelined with. Yep. Um, so they were, uh, Fightful was able to confirm both Wyatt and Do- Bo Dallas. Um, who's that? Whose who's creative is on hold with Bray out are still with the company. Who's Bo Dallas? I know, I know Uncle Howdy. I don't know who Bo Dallas is. Um, there, which is weird. Uh, their sources have also heard Wyatt wants to and is hopeful about returning. Yeah. So, because uh, last I heard, there were rumors that Bray didn't necessarily want to, or what might be going elsewhere or something. But maybe it was because Vince was back for that hot second, and Bray's like, "Nah, fam." Maybe. <clears throat> um, La Knight. <coughs> uh, for people who uh, he was supposed to get pushed, his push is still in the books, one hundred percent, and supposedly he's in. Good hands creatively. Because yeah. he, has, he has been kind of quiet lately, and people are a little upset about that, but he is Wait, who? L.A. Knight. Oh, yeah! Because apparently uh, his SmackDown segment got bumped to the post-show. So that's why people are like, he's been a little quiet, and you know he was supposed to get that push, but he is supposed to still get that push. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Several WWE talents have been given more flexibility in their promos in recent weeks, according to Fightful Select. 
Okay. A source, the source points to the Carrying Cross and Shinsuke program as an example. It's accurate. <clears throat> so that's what I have for my Rumor Roundup articles. All right. I have three AEW articles, and then I've got one big special video left for WWE. And Oh, I do have this picture. I want to talk about this. Let's talk about Roman Reigns, shall we? Travel Chief. Supposedly record-setting amount of titles, right? Yeah. What the fuck's this, then? Hmm. Kurt Angle, holding four titles. Yeah, at once? Yes. Ray. I watched the video on it. It, was, it wouldn't let me download it, so I just took a screenshot. Um, he had, like, uh, I don't even remember all the titles, but he literally had four titles at once. Two of them were tag titles, though, that he held by himself um, because his tag team uh, that he fought with backed out or died or something. Yeah. And he also had, like, and, yeah, it was, he had four titles at once, and people are making it sound like it's not. Hmm. <coughs> yeah, okay, yeah, I did not, I did not know that. <clears throat> yeah. Cool story, bro. <laughs> All right. so you do your WWE thing before I. Uh, you, you already did. What? You already did. It was going to be the Bray Wyatt thing if you didn't mention it. Oh, okay. All right. So this is the video I said that you were going to like that I that because uh, you a long time ago wanted to try to get me into this. Okay. I, I don't think I think it was when I was still early into getting into wrestling, so I had had not a slight bit of interest in it. Okay. I don't think this video necessarily gets me into it, but it, at least it's a foot in the door. Okay. So this is a clip from Lucha Underground. Oh, yeah. Okay. All right. Up the temple, but Pentagon best turn around because his wait is over. Hitokiri is here. He is the most dangerous member of the triad. Oh, I can see why. This man had opportunity. Pentagon Dark! Otis Triad. Oh! What a debut! Oh my god. Oh no. Package pile driver. No. So that was, uh, I don't know what name she went by back then. It doesn't show. But uh, EO Sky in Lucha Underground against AEW's Dark Order. Yeah. So I, I feel like you wouldn't like it as much because of the intergender stuff. <coughs> to an extent, like, I'm interested in that. Like, I like when we had Alexa Bliss and Randy Orton, I was very intrigued in that. Like, I hate mixed gender tag matches. Mm -hmm. You know, I hate the fact that the women have to be in and the men have to be the men. Yeah. And, you know, lately, uh, um, Rhea Ripley has been going after the men. Yeah, we, we've been so getting... As long as, 
We've been dipping our toes in it over here in the U.S. Yeah. More the indies than like WWE, but WWE has been trying it. Yeah. No, uh, I I liked Lucha. I never got into it as much as I wanted to, I'll say. Then why are you I trying thought, to get me into it so much? I, I thought it would be a good, uh, like an alternative for you that you would like more. Mm. That's why I'm trying to get you into it. Well, now that we've been here for a couple of years, now, we're, I mean, you just said other than the intergender, but do you think I'd like it still? Or do you think I'd like it more? Or where do you think I'd be? I think you'd like it still. Maybe not more than, you know, like anything else. But I, I feel like you'd give it a fair try and you'd be like, all right, this is all right. I feel like it'd be a slow burn for you to get into it, though. <clears throat> I mean, the big issue is I'm still trying to catch up on uh, AEW, which I actually well, have I think, I think they took it off of Netflix, too. So that'll be... Mm. <laughs> There's probably all of it. I might be able to watch it on the on the websites I've been using, but yeah. Uh, all right, so AEW wise, or yeah, and then we'll do <coughs> WBD, which is I believe, uh, yeah, Warner Brothers Discovery. Yep. Apparently, their announcement originally mentioned CM Punk. And it has been removed, and they are now saying, uh, what, what was the wording? They did not, now they deny his involvement. So we oh. don't know if Punk's actually involved in the new show or not. Okay. <clears throat> well, then I'm not watching enough. Uh, <laughs> interesting. I wonder and if I, they're like, Trying to back check to make it like a surprise, even though we already know it's going to happen. What people are thinking. My hope is, and obviously part of this is because I'm not a huge, you know, I wasn't in when CM Punk was big. Um, but the little bit I do know about CM Punk and what, you know, especially with what Seth Rollins said time and time again. Yep. And it, he was vague about it, but it was, um, oh. His name, his I don't can't I wouldn't be able to tell you his real name, but his name's on the back of my shirt because the shirt I'm wearing today is the Undisputed Era. Yep. Um, but one of the guys from Undisputed Era, I follow him on Instagram. He had made a vague post about the what was happening in the background of AEW, and I'm assuming that was why he left. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I'm thinking maybe, especially with. Um, Help me out. Who just returned? Uh, Roderick. Yes, thank you. Um, with Roderick joining Adam Cole, I would love, if CM Punk wasn't coming back, that maybe he'll come back and we can actually get a full-out Undisputed Era reunion in AEW. That'd be pretty sweet. Um. <clears throat> I'd be down. So, via along the same line, um, this uh, new um, Max streaming service, HBO, whatever. Yeah. Um, apparently, starting in June, AEW All Access will be available on there. Okay. So far, that's the only show, though. Not Dynamite or whatever. That's a step in the right direction, though. Yeah, that's what a lot of people are saying. Does this mean eventually they might show up? I think eventually, maybe. Um, I feel like it's not going to be for a hot second, but it's we're, we're stepping in the right direction for that, I guess. 
<coughs> now, in my opinion, and this is the one I mentioned, I said that I was big, I big, weird, what the fuck. Um, definitely wanted to get your reaction live on the podcast. I think this is the opposite of the step in the right direction. It's very confusing, and I don't okay. know what the fuck. Uh, so, with this new Warner Bros. Discovery stuff going on, uh, AEW talent have been asked not to attend their uh, upfront events where they like announce new stuff. Huh, okay. I wonder why that is. Yeah, right? Huh. Uh, it makes no sense, and I feel like that's stupid. Yeah, that, that's definitely a like, why would you not... Why would you not have, like, your number one show, almost? Yeah. Why wouldn't you have people there for all the big announcements? Yeah. Irritating. Right? <coughs> I have a new drinking game for the podcast. If you're drinking while watching the podcast, drink every time I cough. <laughs> You'll be <laughs> fucked. <laughs> that would be if I would have edited it to say it at the beginning or something. I, I, I know. Were... I just thought of it too. I was like, "Oh, that's so funny!" Three but hey, quarters of the way through being. But hey, home. but see, but see here now they have to go back to the beginning to see how many times I coughed. So they have to listen to it again, which gets our views up. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> get the watch time up, if nothing. That's right. All right, um, and uh, I believe that you said you had some music news. There you go. All right. Sorry. It just tickles my insides. All right. Fraser. <laughs> I was going to say, I'll tickle your insides. <laughs> Damn it. Uh, for those of you playing along, that's four drinks. Uh, <laughs> it doesn't just count as one? No, I caught four separate times. Oof. Uh, okay. So the headline of this article makes me very happy, so I'm going to read it verbatim. Who is letting Billy McFarland organize another fire festival? <laughs> uh, Xander, do you know what Firefest is? I believe you mentioned it. Is that the one you mentioned last week? Um, maybe. Um, or is that so, the one that um, uh, Josh went to? No. Josh went to something else that was better than this. Back in 2017, uh, this guy, Billy, Billy McFarland, uh, organized what was supposed to be the festival of the summer. They rented, and or I, I believe they may have even bought it. They either rented or bought an island that they were going to have a giant three-day music festival. Uh, with such headliners as Blink-182, and <laughs> they were the big ones. Um, like, I think Kid Rock was supposed to be there, too. Um, but they were, like, like they had everybody, right? Um, it didn't work. <laughs> um, when they got all of the fans there, nothing was ready. Uh, stages weren't even built yet. Uh, none of the campsites like had water. The whole island was like flooded out. Like there was mud everywhere, and apparently they just kept feeding people alcohol to like calm them down and like make them like try to figure out what was going on. But instead, they just had thousands of drunk people trying to figure out where the hell to go. 
<laughs> and the whole festival fell apart. He was sued for millions, spent some time in jail because of it. And wow. the best part is, is Blink-182 didn't realize they were playing until like the day before they were supposed to play. And they were like, no. <laughs> <laughs> um, um, <laughs> so right now he is, um, he is, a, uh, he's officially talking to partners to organize Firefest 2. <laughs> Um, <clears throat> he wants to put together a Broadway musical based on Firefest. <laughs> and no one... What the? And no one knows where he's getting the money from this. It oh says, um... It, it, it says right here, but who is giving him money to try Firefest and this Broadway musical again? The answer to that is left ambiguous. <laughs> he's not saying a word about how he's getting the money to do this. Yeah. <coughs> oh, uh, okay. Yep. So uh, Firefest 2.0. If you want to go and spend thousands of dollars to get drunk for 20 minutes on an island and be shipped back home. That is on you and good luck. I hope you have a fantastic time. I will be going. Um, <laughs> just because I know I'm going to get a refund after. And I can be like, I went to Firefest 2.0. <laughs> um, Event Sevenfold's new song has screaming in it. And it scared the absolute crap out of me because I listened to it when I was sick and half asleep. And I was like, who knew if I'm sinful? Click. And it was really, really quiet. And then all of a sudden, boom. And I was like, jeez. And I jumped like a foot in the air. <laughs> um, but if you have not checked out uh, Avenged Sevenfold's new song, Loving You, or Love You, or something like that, <clears throat> um, you should. <clears throat> Xander, I don't know if you'll like it. <laughs> yeah. It's very old event sevenfold, which I don't think you like. Um, Asking Alexandria's new song has pissed a lot of people off. Have you seen this? I have not. So I sent you the new song. Oh, is that what that was? Okay. Yep, it was their new song. All of the memes and all of the hype was... Uh, Ask Alexandria saying it's the heaviest song that we've written in years. Everyone thought we were going back to Stand Up and Scream, The Black, Re Reckless and Relentless. Nope, not even close. So a lot of people are real mad about it. Because <laughs> they got us all hyped for like this big, heavy, old Asking Alexandria. And we, it was a little bit heavier than usual, but nothing, nothing special. Like, like we didn't do anything new. <laughs> right. Um, <clears throat> final thing. Sleep Token's new album comes out on Friday. <laughs> Listen. <laughs> this week, I know for a thousand percent fact I'm right. You my said defense that last week. Of, I, my defense of last week is I looked before the podcast. It said, available on the 19th. My brain immediately went, oh, this Friday is the 19th. And it wasn't. So... <laughs> This Friday, the 19th of May, 
the same night I am playing my concert, there will be a Sleep Token album available on Friday. If there's not, I quit the podcast. <laughs> um, and that is all my music news. Okay. So I have, uh, being that we still had a little time yet, I continued to go through my Google feeds since I didn't earlier. I did find some interesting things. Oh, um, are we going back to WWE? Uh, AEW anyway, yes. Okay. Um, uh, really, really fast, just before that, um, did you see uh, the whole um, WWE, um, USA, Fox uh, shenanigans going on? I saw a very tiny bit about something. Uh, so Fox did not feature anything with WWE in their, uh, like, what's coming up throughout the year. Ooh, okay. It was very, very limited to the WWE stuff. Interesting. And the only reason that they showed anything was because they promoted the channel on Peacock. Okay. Um, <clears throat> but for any of their channels, WWE is not mentioned in any way, shape, or form. USA... I mean, I realize that the um, the deals are coming up. Yep. But that also makes me a bit, I don't want to say pissed, but pissed at the fact that, you know, they were supposed to be involved in the draft this year. So, like, they got to pick who goes where, and then it's like, uh, yeah, nope, we're not going to renew you. So we're not going to renew, yeah. So, like, they picked who goes where, and then they're not. Yeah. Um. <laughs> USA also didn't really mention a whole lot, probably because it's uh, they're because they're negotiating with USA right now. Yeah. <clears throat> um, drink. Yep, yeah, drink. Uh, <laughs> man, I once my month is over, I got to go back and play this game. Uh, <laughs> June seventh, I figured it out. It's a Wednesday. Okay. Um. <clears throat> So anyway, so USA um, is in negotiations right now. Fox is not yet. So maybe that's why USA is not really saying much because, like, they're trying to, like, you know, have the upper hand in negotiations kind of thing. Yeah. Um, but for Fox, it doesn't make sense. Right. Because, like, like, yeah, it's coming up, but, you know, maybe they're just trying. I, I don't know. But so just thought I'd mention that. My big update is on AEW and CM Punk. Okay. Apparently, there's a reason it might be real. Okay. Punk might be out of the picture because AEW didn't rehire Ace Steel. Ooh, yeah, so Punk would leave. Thousand percent Punk would leave. <clears throat> so. Unless they paid him a shit ton of money. Yeah. Which I don't know if Tony Khan's willing to shell that out after everything that's going on. Yeah. Like, if he was, like, the model person and, like, did everything and, like, he was just hurt, you know what I mean? Yeah. It'd be a story and, like, you know, maybe Tony Khan would be like, oh, yeah, like, you're fine. Like, we'll, we'll negotiate. But because of all of this, Tony Khan's probably like, I don't think I need you that bad. <laughs> In order to deal with all that crap. Um... I mean, I, I hope to see Punk still in a wrestling ring because he's a fantastic wrestler. Is he toxic as hell? Probably. <laughs> yeah. But. Okay. So, I got three little things. One of them might be a little bit bigger than little, but. Phrasing. Pokemon Go. Okay. They're releasing their final phase, apparently, f 
finally, uh, June 1st, to their new um, research thing, and they are releasing the Master Ball. The Master Ball? Yes. I don't know what that is. So, the Master Ball in the Pokemon games, and this is one thing I always, I brought up many times to my dad and my stepmom, and they didn't know what I was talking about, because they only know Pokemon Go, and they don't know the games. The Master Ball, in each video game, you get one in the game, unless you cheat and make copies, and it literally has 100% chance to catch whatever Pokemon. You always use it on, on like, the legendary of the game, and, like, you didn't oh, have to okay. fight them down, you didn't have to put them to sleep, nothing, you just, the you just you start to fight, you use the Master Ball, and it's caught. And okay. now they're releasing it for Pokemon Go, finally. Sweet. That'll so be cool. Really, yeah. That'll help, like if you get a if you get a uh, legendary that's how you're mythical that you're having issues catching. Yeah, definitely. There are some like the Reggie, uh, or no, because those are still only get the uh, raid balls or whatever. But anyway, um, this one doesn't affect you, but it does, and I'm gonna make it seem like it affects you more than it does when I tell okay. you what the article is. Okay. Cheese it confirms it's discontinued customer favorite. And even mm. the company admits it's devastated over the loss. Oh, what are they getting rid of? If it's my um, my uh, extra toasty cheese, it's I'm gonna I'm gonna make such a scene. The puffed scorching hot cheddar. Oh, I don't care about those. <laughs> as long as it's not my toasty or even the uh, <clears throat> drink uh, the garlic or like the garlic ones. Yeah, I don't get the garlic ones too much, but like I like them. But if it was when either I one of those, that... I would such a scene when i saw that article i was worried it was the white cheddar because that's my go-to is the white cheddar yeah the white, white cheddar ones are good and i do like the extra cheesy i haven't had them in a minute but they're really good to dip in the i'm gonna just save that for my new tiktok series i'm gonna start yeah you should I'm starting a new tiktok series about my weird food combinations i'm so excited for that you have no idea <laughs> i was listening right. to a um podcast and they were talking about um how they were doing like some uh, like depression eating, okay. <clears throat> and just like <coughs> drink, <coughs> drink. <laughs> um, he was talking about how he would do. Um, he like was he ordered DoorDash and then it was taking too long, so he ordered Grubhub. <laughs> I do want to mention that real quick. Uh, continue. Um, and he was like, and you know, he was making the joke of like, great, now I have McDonald's and Taco Bell. And he's like, have you ever put the nacho cheese on a Big Mac? And I was like, um, no, but I'm going to now. <laughs> well, that brings up my last article. And then I, that reminded me of the DoorDash. Um, what's the word now? Class action? Yes, class action lawsuit. Apparently, there's proof that DoorDash has always been over upcharging um, Apple products, Apple users. Yeah, I'm gonna try to get in on this. I gotta look it up. Yeah. Um, so yeah, look into that if you are an Apple user, and if especially if you've ever used um, Dash Pass, which I had for like two years or something ridiculous like that, because I would always have it like especially in the summer, like when you know like people would go away all the time. <laughs> <laughs> and I would, um, I'd be too lazy to cook for myself, and so I just get DoorDash all the time. Yeah, and it was, 
it would it seemed cheaper because I didn't have to pay the delivery fee, but now I'm like, well, maybe not. <laughs> yeah. Okay, my last article. It could change things around the world, which I didn't even know this was an issue, apparently. Okay. Um, the phrase Taco Tuesday, but T-W-O, Taco Tuesday, was coined by a Taco John restaurant in 1980s. To Ooh, increase okay. sales with a 99-cent deal for two tacos on their slowest day of the week. Oh, okay. And then they tweaked it to Taco Tuesday, like the day of the week. And then they trademarked the phrase in 1989. So mm. apparently, anybody else who's tried to use it, Taco John has since sent cease and desist letters or sued them or whatever. Wow. So now, because of how I'm surprised it took this long to happen... Taco Bell is upset, and they're like, listen, and, and I find it kind of weird that they're not going to try to do it, but they just want it to be um, not owned by it, by not trademark, because it's just such a common phrase now. A, it is. Like, like I say it all the time, like, Taco Tuesday. Yeah. Even though, like, it has no effect on, like, what I do. But, like, a big corporation like that. They have a um, a trademark lawyer. What was the word they used? Um, what was the word? Where'd it go? Uh, he's a um, what was the kind of special lawyer? Trade he, he because of U.S. trademark law. Uh, they have a, okay. According to Gerben, who is their lawyer. Um, Taco Bell is a strong case because U.S. trademark law prevents the registration of common phrases or phrases that become commonplace after a registration is granted. And so, in this instance, the slogan has become a cultural phenom phenomenon with a long history of being used by individuals and companies other than the current owner of the trademark. Yep. So. Yeah. Interesting. What the? I'm gonna I'm gonna try to keep tabs on that because that's kind of cool. Right. Not cool, but like interesting. <clears throat> to see how that all oh, that's I've never even heard of a uh, Taco John restaurant. Yeah, I've never heard of Taco John's. So the fact Taco that Taco John do better. <laughs> if you're so if big, you're, if you're so big and you want Taco Tuesday, get your shit together. <laughs> I will admit that <laughs> this lawsuit or whatever the heck's going on, whatever I don't know if it's really a lawsuit or not, but um, it's gonna be Taco probably. John's is doing a Taco Tuesday deal of two tacos. For two dollars every day until May thirty first. Well, well, if it's not Tuesday, then what, Taco John's? <laughs> I said every day until my May. Every day, all right. Well, every day is Taco Tuesday at Taco John's. Where, where the is the nearest Taco John's? <laughs> yeah, that's what I was gonna say. Taco John's. Yeah, see if we can find the nearest Taco John's. <laughs> because all I can think of is like Long John Silver's, which is not the same place. It's probably like yeah. a like oh my gosh. No. I can't start to fall in love with this place, let me tell you. That's amazing. Oh, okay, no. so I opened their website. Yeah. The first thing is a big banner for their new double beef and potato quesadilla. Oh my good Christ. It looks delicious. That sounds so, so good. A potato and oh. All right. 
Gotta go to the location. Where their locations are. And they do have rewards, apparently. The podcast live from Taco John's. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, let's see. <clears throat> Enter zip code. Oh, we do have three in Michigan. Where? Uh, over by Grand Rapids. Okay, well, Grand Rapids isn't... Okay, let's go to Grand Rapids. One by Jamestown. One in Caledonia. And one in Wyoming. Alright, let's go. Two Grand Rapids! <laughs> yeah, no, I gotta work early in the morning. Dang. Yeah, me too. <laughs> Ding dong. Goodbye. Please like, comment, subscribe, whatever you kids do nowadays. Follow us on our link trees. Uh, check out Xander's Song of the Day. Check out my YouTube channel. All that good stuff. And we will see y'all in the next one.